that jarring cacophony tells you that the Power of Three podcast is back after a brief hiatus. But don't worry, Michael Gray didn't access, then bring us back after a quick gap due to the outrageous complaints that fans made. And neither did Jonathan Powell remove us from air to find a co-production partner, allegedly. My name's Kenny Smith, and I'm back in the hot seat of the Scottish podcast that loves to celebrate Doctor Who in all its forms, whether on TV, audio, books, animations, or anything else, like, say, stage plays. We've had a couple of weeks off, but this week we're back, and for me personally, it's a special little trip down memory lane. Back in March 1994, I was a student journalist in Edinburgh at Napier University, and that spring, Les Miserables came to town. And one of the cast members was Rebecca Thornhill, playing Fontaine. And you may remember her from Doctor Who, The Ultimate Adventure, the stage play written by Terence Dix, which toured Britain in 1989, with John Pertwee and Colin Baker in the lead role. At the time, back in 94, I wanted to do a feature on the life of an actress and tour, so I approached the theatre and fixed up a chat with Rebecca, who became the first person with a Doctor Who connection that I ever interviewed. And, as you lot probably know, there's been one or two since then, including Paul McGann and Christopher Eccleston in the last few months. So, this week, I was at the theatre watching Hairspray at the King's Theatre in Glasgow, and lo and behold, there, in the cast as Velma von Tussle, was Rebecca Thornhill, and I had no idea beforehand she was in it. So, the next day, a few emails were exchanged, and we had lunch today, April the 1st, in Glasgow. But before we meet Rebecca, here's a wee clip of her, with John Pertwee in The Ultimate Adventure. I've managed to pick up the kidnapper's trail, and our controls are locked onto the energy truck. Good grief, Jason! This is just the time all the place for amorous pursuit. <laughs> she followed me in here. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Will you please get rid of her? It's great! It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the target is dimensionally transcendental. What does that mean? Means that it's bigger on the inside than it is. Now, if you'll please excuse us, young lady. Jason. Now listen to me. No, you listen to me. I'm on a very important mission that involves the safety of your planet. And I've no time for explanations or anything else. Now, will you please leave? You heard him. Out. Well, you. Well, you've done it now. What have I done? You've set the TARDIS in motion, young lady. So whether you like it or not, you're coming with us. And now, here's Rebecca. And excuse the noise as we recorded the chat over lunch. And it was quite noisy. So my name is Rebecca Thornhill. Uh, what else do you need to know about me? I'm, I'm an actress. Been going for <coughs> years. <laughs> uh, and currently I'm in hairspray and uh, covering someone for Matilda at the moment. And I'm going to go off on tour soon as well. I'll tell you all about that in a minute. Excellent. And of course, people might know you from one particular role in 1989. Crystal in Doctor Who, The Ultimate Adventure. It was, certainly was. <laughs> It's just because obviously before we've recorded, it's not the first time we've chatted. Is it originally no. we met back in 1994 when I was a young journalist and you were an even younger actress? That's right, yeah. I can't even count back that far. <laughs> Edinburgh Playhouse and yep. Les Mis. Yeah, we've just been to Edinburgh actually. Oh. Two weeks ago. Was it good? Oh, it was amazing. Was it better it than was Glasgow? Cool. 
Well, well, it's full here as well. This whole tour has been full. Yeah. I've never known anything like it. I've never known a tour like it. Really. We like our, we like our you theater. See, you feel more Scottish here, though. I don't know why. Yeah. I was just thinking that as I was walking down. I think maybe because the accent's a lot stronger. Yes, I think that's... But also the people are nicer in the West as well. Well, I have to say that my cousin's from Eagle... He lives in Eaglesham here. No so, way! Yeah, my, my cousin's Scottish, yeah. No way! Yeah, yeah. Le- Eagleson is like three minutes drive from my house. He doesn't even know I'm here. I've I'm in his drive. There we go. That's a bit bad. Oh, no. It's not been a family fallout, has it? No. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. Phew. Let's think of that. Oh, God. What oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> no, he's lovely. Well, that's... So, what was it that first got you into acting? Um... I suppose, um, I suppose I did it Amdrams, you know, amateur dramatics, you know. Um, I danced since I was three because I was born with slightly twisted feet. So mum put me into a dance, you know, uh, class to strengthen, basically. Uh, and then I just did that for a while. I mean, then I went to another little dance school and I did amateur dramatics. And then I got to the end and I was like, well, maybe I'll go to college. And then um, and I went to college, that was it. And then the rest is history, you know. Yeah. Where was it you grew up? Um, I'm born in Dartford, oh, in my Kent. Friends. My friend's from Dartford. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, so I was born in Dartford, and, uh, so I grew up there, and then I moved to uh, Forest, well, Sydney, actually, uh, when I was 28. So I didn't move out until I was 28, and I really loved it. I was on tour for a bit as well, so I was sort of not at home. Yeah. I thought we were early roles, though. Early theatre roles and things like that. My first, my first ever job was a summer season in Cannes with Dougie Squires, and I nearly didn't get the job. And I remember in the audition, he said to me, "Oh, you're an arts educational girl." And I was like, "Yes." And he said, "Well, put your hair a little bit higher on your head." It was 80s, you know, so we had big hair then. Didn't we? So I did that, and he said, "Right, get back out there." And he and he put me back in again, and I got the job. That's amazing. Yeah. So he started off my whole career, really. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. I used to live here in the 80s as well. Quite a lot of them, actually. <laughs> Even in the early 90s, last time I saw you, the end of it. It's almost like Hugh Grant. My hair thing. still looks like it's in the 80s. <laughs> oh, here it looks great. I'm jealous. <laughs> so how did Doctor Who, The Ultimate Adventure, come about for you? So I was... Uh, I was... I was 20? I think I was 20. Um, it just, it just auditioned. Yeah, just, uh, just had an audition and I, and I got it. I was trying to think what I did before that. It's so, so long ago, it's really hard to remember. I mean, I did Guys and Dolls in Leicester, that was my first meeting. And I can't really remember what I did after that. Um, I think it's not, it can't have been that much longer after. I think it must have been after that. Because I was 18, I turned 19 in my first job. Uh-huh. So yeah, it would have been right after Guys and Dolls. At the Leicester Haymarket, which is no longer there. Yeah. Sapping or venue school like that, isn't it? No, I think they opened. They planned to open before lockdown, or they opened. And then lockdown happened, and then that was it. Never again. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad indeed. Mm-hmm. Like so had you been, did you know much about Doctor Who? Had you watched it when you oh, were Oh yeah, away? I used to sit, you know, it the high behind the sofa watching it. Yeah, yeah. It was very scary. Yeah. yeah, and then of course I met, my first job was John Persby, so he was my first doctor, it was amazing. I've actually worked with four now. Oh. So I worked um, with John, and then Colin Baker took over yeah. on, the, on the tour. And then I did pantomime in um, Windsor uh, with Peter Davidson and uh, 
Sylvester McCoy. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I was Sylvester McCoy's uh, daughter. Huh. In fact, one day, I put paper eyebrows on my on my eyebrows and to look like his, you know, because I look like his wife. He didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He is very short-sighted, so. <laughs> yeah, And he is very short, who's not, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's a lovely, lovely, lovely man. Well, that's not a bad wee checklist of... Yeah, I know. ...touches in there. And then, of course, David's on the tour. Yep. Uh, not Tennant, obviously. <laughs> Mr. Banks. Yeah, Mr. Banks, David Banks. Oh. Um, yeah, a few, a few along the way. Yeah. It must have been quite a happy company because you got the impression because you know, I was 15 when I saw it. Yeah. And just thinking. It was oh, we did laugh a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Especially when Colin came in as well. Yes. You can't corpse him, and I tried to once, and I put a little. Probably told this story many, many times, but I put a Winnie the Pooh under my jacket, so that every time he said Winston in the speech, I would flash him with the jacket, <laughs> and he, he just kept staring at me, and I laughed so much in the end I had to go off into the TARDIS, <laughs> uh, and then come back on again, and then I remember once I got my line the wrong way round, and uh, unfortunately his line was next, and he just looked at me, and he went, yes, and then I lost it again, so, <laughs> So it was, yeah, we had good times. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's so fondly remembered by fans as well who saw it. Yeah. You must still, and it's not just me, I'm sure. I'm sure you do get other people who, who will approach and say, can I get a picture yeah, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, time's passed, maybe not so much anymore. But. Yeah. yeah. Some of us still remember you. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us who are polite listeners. <laughs> It's just, it's just such a, you know, you've got a bit of everything, you've got Daleks, Cybermen together long before they had them on TV. Yeah, we had ants at one point as well, yeah. Flying Ant-Men. Yes. Yeah. Flying by Foy is yeah, the Foy. name. That, yeah, Foy, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, where did that come from? I don't know. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, Flying by Foy, yeah. Mm-hmm. They still do it, I think, Foy. Yeah. Of course, David Banks it must have been a bit of a strange one when poor John obviously was unwell that oh, day. I know, and then, yeah. I think that was in Birmingham, actually. I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Able to get her. I did panto with John afterwards as well. It's so. amazing. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Just such a, yeah, such a pro, John. Just yeah. absolute old school. Yeah, yeah trickle sort. I suppose that's the sort of person you just can't I think I would appreciate him a lot more now when I'm older than I did when I was younger, you know. Yeah. It's funny what you don't. Yeah, just think always words on gummage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'd be just like, wow, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It was quite a lengthy tour, wasn't it, just like throughout the summer of... Yeah, I think it was a year ago. Yeah, I just think it was like from January through to October, November that year. And I mean, tours now are 18 months. Yeah. Most of the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still quite a nice line to have in your CV as well. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've got the uh, you know the album from a couple of albums, so they're nice to have. Yeah. A few souvenirs. Yeah. It's quite nice to have. But one at uh, the convention that we did not that long ago, uh, a young lad turned up and he was dressed completely like Colin. And he, he was the, you know, the colourful coat that he had. And um, the whole outfit, had the whole outfit. It looked fantastic. Quite, quite an amazing thing. Yeah. The fact that people go to such effort and... Yeah, but it's like, I suppose it's like the Marvel these days, because I love the Marvel films. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of it. What's your favourite one? I do like um, Iron Man, I love all the Iron Man ones. <laughs> um, but I do like Thor, so for obvious reasons. Because I mean, he could, he could do actor. anything. Yeah, because he's such a good actor. He's funny, <laughs> he's so funny, that's what yeah. I love about him. You know, yeah. 
I love them all. I have never laughed so much in films. I think the best ones are the galaxy ones. Oh. They're the funniest Oh, they're great. Yeah. And I've got a little tiny um, group. I've got yes. a tiny, tiny little group by my bed. Yeah. So I, I love it. Especially when he becomes a teenager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The Ultimate Adventure had songs in it. Yes. I'm going to sing you a line and see if you can remember the next line. Oh, God. Right, okay. Wherever you're going, I will. Follow? I don't know. Follow you. Yeah, there you go. It's, you must learn so many songs over the years yeah, and yeah. they just, once you're done with it, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> In fact, we worked with Steve Edis who wrote the, the music. Yeah. And we did, um, we did a, a workshop called The Silver Sword. It was an amazing story. Um, about these children that travelled across in the war, kind of thing. But they, they, I think they actually put it on eventually as well. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful, really, really good. Yeah. Did you know that your ultimate adventure performances exist on YouTube? Somebody naughty recorded no. them in VHS at the time. No, from, I didn't know that. And you can see yourself there and you oh, can God. be seen and heard. So. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> I just did um, From Here to Eternity, the film. I, I can get through, the, I've got through the first act, I can't get through the second. <laughs> I just, I can't watch myself, I don't like it. <laughs> there you go, it's, it just, I found it by chance a few months ago. I was looking for something and then it just popped up. And, what? <laughs> so, completely unofficial recordings and they're a bit ropey quality, but you can hear it okay. I'll so. tell my mum, she watches YouTube so a lot, so I'll get her to look at it. There you go, she can, she can critique your thing. <clears throat> years on. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What's the other highlights of your career over the years? Because you've done one hell of a lot, as I saw from the programme yeah. from Hairspray. It's hard to, you know, pick out stuff. Was, everything's different. You know, I've loved everything, really. Um, I mean, I'd, oh, I got nominated for Olivier, so that was lovely. That was for Lena and Singing in the Rain, gotcha. which is an incredible part. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you get that wrong, you should be shot anyway, because <laughs> it's just so beautifully written. Um, I don't know, really. I, I mean, I got to play Fontaine and Les Miserables, which I adore. Yeah. And it, to this day, I still love singing. It's just weird. Yeah. I don't know why the music starts off, and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, me and My Girl was one of my favourite, favourite shows uh, to do. I just, it's just beautifully written for everybody, and it has a... It's an array of characters that everybody can relate to. Yeah. I just, uh, just think it's fantastic. It's a shame. Uh, it was going to come back at one point, but uh, it didn't, didn't happen. Uh, not for me, personally, but for, you know, just for the public. So yeah. it's such a, it would be a good feel-good show right now. Because you know? uh, it's just a love story. We all need those. We all need those, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah there's just so many. So I can't think of that off my head really. And Matilda, of course, I did for four years, so obviously I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Is that the longest you played any part? It's the longest I've ever played anything, yeah. 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 And it was different each time. We did the tour, we did town for two years and then the tour was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a fantastic time, yeah. I'm back at it again now, obviously. Uh, yeah. Marianne, who was on maternity uh, leave. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. There's so, so much. I just, I, just, I just love seeing theatre and yeah. it was something that I'd seen a few shows but I think the ultimate adventure really sort of sealed it for me to 
just you can do anything on stage and that's why I'm, well, as we were saying earlier yeah. Theatre Royal James McAvoy last week and oh you're so lucky honestly and I did have a plus one and took a friend with me and said but, um, so, well you wouldn't have been here anyway so yeah you'd I might have, have to try and catch that because I just love him so yeah it's a damn good show damn good show of course you're currently as mentioned earlier on in Hairspray Hairspray yeah what a great part where you I just know, get funny. to be an utter bitch yes that's right She's the nasty one. I, I love it actually, it's quite good. You know, you just, you're in a bad mood, you can just channel that, it's quite nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, I don't, she's nasty, but I don't think she means to be nasty, she's yeah. brought up in a different yeah. mindset. A product of her time, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's just, it's she's just more wonderful. frustrated than anything else, I think. Yeah. And she's lying anyway, because she comes from a different background. It's unfortunately not mentioned in this show, because there's a different, there's an extra verse that's in, in, the, in the song that's not in the show and it actually gives you more of her story uh, I don't actually know why it's not there but, yeah. it tells you how she came about she married a type you know, millionaire and yeah. she got the radio station in the dark delusions of grandeur yeah, and yeah. ideas above her yeah, station exactly. funnily enough I actually know somebody like that in real life <laughs> they used to live round the corner from me married a rich banker and uh, you know, even at the height of the banking crisis when we're all struggling, he's still getting his bonuses and she's changed completely. So I'm not mentioning her name, not that she'll be listening anyway, but <laughs> even so. Yeah. Oh. Must be, I mean, we're, again, we're talking earlier about life during lockdown mm. and the things that, as an actress, the things you do just to, yeah. to keep going. And it's... Yeah, I was in Sainsbury's for nine months and I worked in the, um, you know, the uh, online section. Yeah. So with those big trolleys, you know, that everybody gets annoyed by when they carry <laughs> on and when everybody in the public come um, uh, working on that for ages. And then I had a sort of a, a funny day and then the girl looked at me and she went, right, come with me. And then she took me to the office and then I got to do all the filing, which I absolutely love because I love mm. paperwork. I know, I'm strange. Um, so I did all the filing with the girls in the office, and also they were more my my age, you know. So we we got on famously. Yeah. Although I did look like a Michelin man because the doors were, back, were open at the back, so the office is really cold. So I had like you know, seven layers on. You know? <laughs> but we used to help all the drivers, and I learned yeah. how to use the computer. I actually learned how you know how businesses run and stuff like that, which is which some of them, woo, they need some help, um, yeah. which I'll tell you about in the next one. But um, uh, So I did that for quite some time. So I would do the shopping in the morning. I mean, this was like, we're talking two in the morning, yeah. and then I would finish two in the afternoon. So my, my body clock and a whole mind was too loud. I don't, people have done it for five years. I don't know. I might take my hats off. I don't know how yeah. they do it. But I did enjoy it. It was funny. I mean, there were days when it was exhausting, obviously. And then I went on to, uh, we found this job uh, doing COVID testing at uh, Heathrow Airport. And, um, and I got loads of friends in on that as well, because uh, it was through another actor. And so there were like, so many actors, same as Sainsbury's, we all lived around my area, and they were all, all actors. We actually sang in Sainsbury's. We did um, uh, a Sunday in the Park song. Uh, and uh, the Sainsbury's people joined in as well. It was beautiful. They filmed it because we had an MD there as well. So it was amazing. <laughs> um, and then again in Collinson's where we worked in Heathrow. 
um, there was loads of actors there. And we just love, we love that sort of organisation. I think we all like office stuff as well because we never do it, you know. <laughs> um, and so just to figure out how things work, you know, we should do this, we should do that. We're quite good as actors, you know. Yeah. There's us telling tell us to get another profession, but we're actually quite good at what we do, you know. And we don't just dance, sing and act. There's a lot more that goes into it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mindsets and organise and dealing with people, uh, you know, because you know, people going on flights are terrified. They don't know what they're doing, and they're, and at the time, they, all the rules kept changing, and they would turn up and they would be, oh my god, I'm supposed to have this, and I've got to get on and play it, and we'd be like, it's okay, just breathe, we'll sort you out, don't worry. So it was interesting, really interesting. It's incredible, and I'm just so glad to know that you're able to get back and doing your craft and yeah, showcasing yeah. it and the way you were flung about the other night it looks like it might be quite fun as well but, uh, you've got a bunch of handsome young lads chucking you about so yes could be fun. yeah great fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> when it goes right <laughs> no, um, but no yeah it's good it's really really good yeah. and tell us a wee bit about matilda as well ah matilda right. so i mean the character is lovely she's She's a little two-dimensional, I suppose, in the sense that she never changes her storyline. We talked about this with Matthew Watchers when he came in, because he was talking about everybody's storylines. And I was like, well, mine doesn't change, does it? <laughs> they went, no, 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 but you react. And I went, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, she's sort of like the constant that stays, and everybody else around sort of changes. Yeah. It's quite interesting, because there are people in life that don't change, and they just keep doing the same thing. Thing their entire life. Yeah. Um, but I do love her. She's just uh, adorable. And um, I'm also getting to work with um, the Mr. Wormwood that I work with on tour, mm-hmm. and the Miss Honey and the uh, Transport because they all went into town. So, oh, so it's nice to revisit that. Um, and it's very different in town because it's small. It's a very intimate theatre. Yeah. And being from Hairspray, which is really loud, mm-hmm. so Matilda, which is very quiet, is quite quite a feat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's great. Matilda's are incredible. Never seen it, so I oh, do. Oh, you should. The kids, are, it's all about the children. Yeah. I mean, oh, my daughter's the adults. 16. The adults play the children, the children play adults, really, basically. Yeah. Uh, and we've got three new Matildas that have just gone in, and they are incredible. In fact, they've changed some stuff, because uh, we do lots of stuff in Russians and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They've changed it to Bulgarians at the moment. Of course. And um, the little kiddies have learned Russian and Bulgarian. Amazing. I know, they're, they're quite something. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's a good show. Absolutely. So, recommend everybody come along and see you. Well, just come and see the show, yeah. No, come and see you. <laughs> come and see me if you like. And bring your, dig out your ultimate adventure programmes and get them <laughs> yeah. signed, boys and girls. Absolutely. Yeah. We do, do, I do see some Doctor Who fans along the way. You know? Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Never forgotten that yeah. thing, Doctor Who fans, long memories, if you've got that association. Yeah, exactly. Rebecca, it's been lovely to see you again. Thanks so much. Thanks to Rebecca for her company, and she's back in Glasgow later this year, so I'm out for lunch yet again. So remember to follow us on social media at at Power of Three Pod, that's the number three written out as a number, not in full, and we'll be back next week with another episode. But in time honoured tradition with the Power of Three, we like a song to play us out, and the choice this week is Crystal Clear. So, here's Rebecca singing Strange Attractor 
from Doctor Who, The Ultimate Adventure. Bye-bye. And now, ladies and gentlemen, direct from her sensational European tour and tonight making her London debut, number 10 is proud to welcome the fabulous Crystal! Yeah.